It's the Welcome to Cooperville podcast, episode number 68. Thankfully, because if it was the next podcast, this podcast wouldn't have happened. So we've just been stuck on 68 forever. We'll get to the reason behind that in just a bit. <laughs> uh, before we get to things, though, got to thank our sponsors of the podcast, of course, Midwest Meals. Dan Beck, who was on the last episode, fantastic listen if you haven't seen it. Uh, of course, the videos are up on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, but MidwestMeals.com, 13 rotating meals with everything you need to know on there about what you're putting in your body. Calorie count. Uh, all the macros, so your carbs and your fats and your protein, and they're they're good. They're delicious. So it kind of takes the the stress out of either meal prep or I don't know what to cook tonight. You can just kind of go in your fridge and go, I'll have that because that's amazing. So get to MidwestMeals.com. Get your order in by midnight on Fridays. They ship out nationwide every Monday. Get your meals, and you're good to go for the week. Use the promo code COOPER at checkout and get 10% off your first order at MidwestMeals.com. Ballant Gentleman Hockey Club, that promo code is Cooperville15 for 15% off anything you would like. And they got just some cool stuff. I have a giant banner, which you can't see because I only have one camera angle. It's a low-budget show. But it says, reap what you sow, hard work. They're all about that uh, that hockey lifestyle. So check out ballantgentleman.com, promo code Cooperville15 at checkout for 15% off your order. And Monster Energy, they hide behind me. I'm right there. See them? Monster Podcast. Can't say enough thanks out to Chris and the guys. They always keep plenty of monsters stocked in the uh, in the fridge, outside in the garage. It's like beer fridge, monster fridge. It's basically what my life is balanced on. But when you have uh, early morning alarm clocks, several jobs, running a business, running, flipping tires, Shannon knows all about that. We'll talk about that in just a bit. You need to have a little extra kick and monster gets me through it. So hashtag monster podcast and definitely check out their new thermogenics that they have. They are fantastic. So you're burning fat while you're drinking them. And... They have flavors that you're not going to find anywhere else, including that uh, that jalapeno strawberry, which is my personal favorite. So hashtag Monster Podcast, proud sponsors of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Without further ado, Matt Shannon. Shannon Seiforth is on the podcast, finally. Hi. How you Yay. Doing? Yay. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You know, I've been uh, trying to get you on for a while because you have uh, just... We've known each other for probably, I don't know, five, eight years just uh, from concerts and stuff. And we'll get to kind of your, uh, your your travels in the concert world, which I know you're probably just fiending for right now. Like maybe you need a live show in your life a little bit. <laughs> a but, little bit. Uh, but, you know, fitness has always been a huge part of uh, who you are since I've known you. Um, and then I know in the last uh, not too long, you made the leap into uh, business ownership. So there's an entrepreneurial side of it. So it really is all things that... Uh, that I'm into as well. So uh, welcome to the show. And I'm, I'm glad you glad you're on episode 68 and not the following number, which you told me if you were that, you would have wanted the wanted 70 or something. <laughs> I would have needed to get pushed. I'd have been a little more comfortable. I can't, I can't be explaining with, that to people. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't need to get into that. No. But, but you have, uh, you know, uh, the fitness thing. And I, and I want to get kind of back to where that all started because, you know, it's, it's one of those things that people who do it for a long time, like it, it, it feels like it has to be, in, I want to say ingrained at a young age, but something has to be like the, that puts it into your daily, like that makes it become part of who you are as a human being. It's not just, yeah, you know, I do this thing, or maybe, you know, it's, it's marathon running, you do that once a year, but when it's like an everyday, uh, new things, learning, growing, um, like where, where does that, where does that start to become part of who you are as a human? Right. Um, so I was never an athlete in school at all. I was, I was a farm girl. So I went home and did, you know, the farm chores and everything. And so my workouts were, you know, throwing hay bales around, shoveling manure and all that. So I, my true story of fitness starts when I'm at the good old age of 21 years old and I've packed on a bunch of weight and I can't buy bigger pants anymore and keep wearing the same shirts. So I actually, I would go at night and I would walk and I would run so nobody would see me. And one day I decided I'm going to go to this gym, this brand new gym in town and check it out. So I started going, you know, it's kind of like a new hangout space spot for me with friends and didn't really know what I was doing. And one day I came in and they had a program to like lose weight, learn how to work out, get a trainer. So I did that and I lost 30 pounds and then I heard the music pumping upstairs, the aerobics classes going on. <laughs> so I took, I told my friend, I'm like, we're going to go check this out. we got to do this class. So we went to the class and we got done and she's like, you're effing nuts. I'm not doing that ever again. 
So I continued with it and my favorite instructor, she was leaving. She was going to another gym to work. And I was like, she was, it was one of those classes where you get done and you couldn't walk. Yeah. But I loved it. I'd be like crawling up the stairs and I got home. So she, I said to her, I'm like, well, who's going to teach this class? And she's like, well, you are. I'm like, oh, I am not getting up in front of people. That is not happening. So I, I did, and I taught floor and step aerobics and body pump. And then, you know, the whole spin thing, the cycling bikes were coming out. I learned that and it just kind of kept evolving. And then I moved to the Y and got there and she's like, you're going to teach a BOSU class. And I'm like, what in the hell is a BOSU? And she's like, well, here's your VHS tape, learn how to do it. <laughs> so I did. And I just, you know, the, uh, the lady that I really liked, her name was Vicki. She had a class at the Y and I loved it. And it just kind of evolved. I got, kept going to her classes and she was personal trainer. So she's, I could say in a nutshell, she's probably somebody that I really idolized. Mm -hmm. She did fitness competitions and things like that. So, um, you know, you kind of go through your twenties, you got a lot going on and you're, I'm probably really not that serious. I mean, I'm making a habit of it, but I'm oversleeping and Right. So then I decide I'm going to become a personal trainer there and pick up some hours and, you know, do it before work, do it after work. So it just kind of, it started to become a part of my life. And I really liked, I liked working with people and having people feel better about themselves because mm -hmm. it took me back to when I hired a personal trainer and I needed that in my life. So I um, met a girl that had done a bodybuilding show and that transpired out of there and I think that's probably at the point in my life when I was around my, in my thirties is where it kicked in. Like this is, I get up every morning early, I work out, it's a big part of my life and it just continued to grow from there. You know, I think that that's, you know, when you can take from the, your personal experience and, and kind of how you, um, uh, I love the, uh, cause it feels like a lot of people have that feeling about going to the gym for the first time. Yeah. I need to do, before I go to the gym and start working out, like I need to work out. Right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta walk and run and and maybe throw some things around. There's always that that kind of I want to not walk into a gym and look like I have no idea what I'm doing. What I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. And I think you and you see people like that post videos on social media about people that have no idea what they're doing on a piece of gym equipment. So you don't want to <laughs> be that person that is forever mortalized in uh, in a in a YouTube clip, uh, not knowing how to work the row machine or something or doing it doing it <laughs> wrong, but. To, right. But to be able to um, to have that you know that that personal journey that you went on, mm -hmm. and and have it evolve over the course of a long period of time, and then it naturally becomes part of who you are, and then you have that that give back aspect to like now I want to the, the reason I do this is you know is not com not completely for myself. It's because I was at a point where someone was there to help me out, and they brought me and introduced me into this whole new world. This world has become my world, and now I want to spread this you know, this goodness with, with others that are out there. I think it's a, it's a fantastic uh, story about going from walking yeah. at night and no one could see you to <laughs> gym to, you know, eventually, uh, you know, competitions and, and things like that. And then now, you know, where you are now, which we'll, we'll get to here in a bit, but yeah. uh, is there a, and there isn't a, and if there is, you can tell me, cause I'd like to know it. Okay. <laughs> um, like routine and habit. I, I think you, when you start to do things on a daily basis, it becomes kind of the part of the fabric of your being. Right. But there are days, and for me, maybe they're more often than there are not days like this where you where you get up and the alarm clock goes off and you're like, man, like, man, like maybe today is the day that I don't <laughs> get after it. Today, it may, like maybe today I, I, I sleep in a little bit. You know, you know, I could, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll work out later. I, I always love that one. My mind tells me that. I'm like, no, you won't. <laughs> but do you have, I mean, when you have, because I imagine you have those days too, where it's just like, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. Is there yeah. something that you either tell yourself or that you, um, you kind of have a, a trick of the trade to be like, I'm just going to make myself go and do it. Do you have something that gets you kind of through those days where you're not fully not engaged feeling, in it? Feeling it. You know, I'd, I'm going to have to say like, you know, I don't have a lot of those and mm -hmm. I'm a very routine person. So when I don't get, you know, that I mean, we'll get to the whole transition to my own business. But when I would have to go to a full-time job, it was like, if you're not going to get up and do it now, when are you going to do it? So you have to do it. And do you really want to do it at five o'clock at night? And mm -hmm. I, you know, I think the biggest thing I've learned is my body needs rest too. 
-hmm. So, I mean, I can go, go, go for six, seven days straight, but it's like, your body is going to tell you, you need to rest. And if it's that day, then it's that day. And there's been times, you know, when I'm, you know, we went out, we had a little party or something and it's like, well, I got to get up and I got a 10 mile run. And Mm. I'm like, it's just not going to happen today. And tomorrow's a whole new day. You're going to get on and you're going to go and you're going to get it done. Yeah. So you kind of set yourself up even, I want to say before you go to bed, but you, you're aware, uh, the day before, or even, you know, I'm not sure how far you plan kind of your routine, but you're aware like the, like, even if it's like a Thursday, like throw a Thursday night we're having, there's like a happy hour thing. And, but you know that the next day there's, uh, however you handle that Thursday night, happy hour will be paid in full the next morning when you have to get up. Cause you know, you're going to get out and do it, but you have, exactly. you have a routine in place. I do. I, my, my Sundays are my planning day. And it's something I've done for a really long time where all my clients are taken care of. My meals are planned for the week. I have a little notebook. I write all my workouts in for the week, you know, so I know like I can give you an example for this week. So Monday, I wanted to strength train Tuesday. I wanted to run. And I'm like, Oh, I'll do legs too. Well, I was like, I'm not, I can't do legs. I just killed my legs on a run. Right. So I'm looking at that notebook going, Oh, Oh, now, now I have to, and that kind of, I get a little weird where I'm like, oh, I got to change that now. I'm going to miss it, but it's okay. It's, I'm still going to be all, all right to do it. So it's a little bit of that OCD that I have or that craziness <laughs> that it's okay to skip a day or not do legs today. Mm-hmm. Now we, you did, I mentioned that the transition from going from, from being a personal trainer that, you know, either at morning class or an afternoon class after, you know, having a full-time job during the week was there, what is that process like? you know, going and making that decision, I'm assuming it's not one that's made overnight. It's made over the course of a, a, a period of time, but what kind of fuels that, you know, I think I can do this and this can be my thing. Cause obviously it's your passion. I mean, if you're, yeah. if your Sundays are planned, you know, are planned as a planning day, yeah. and it's, you, you, you strategically schedule your week and how things look and, and can't do this because of this, which, which is makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But what what is the what is the day that you go? You know, I I want to I want my passion, the thing that I love doing and I enjoy doing, and that is a part of the fabric of who I am, to be my career, my full time jig. Mm-hmm. So actually, it was it'll be three years in November, November eighteenth. Actually, mm-hmm. i i was a sale I was in sales at my job that I had been at for seven years. I actually was there for a full nine years. But um, I was sitting in a sales meeting and I was like, I just, I'm looking around the room. I'm like, I ain't going to be here in six months. I'm just done. Like, I just don't like this. Mm. And the CEO pulled me aside. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just, either you're going to have to let me go or we're going to have to figure something out. He's like, I got a perfect position for you. It's going to be like project management. You're going to work with the customers. I'm like, it's a desk job. Like, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to sit in a desk forever. So he's like, you know, think about it over the weekend. So I came home. It was a Friday. I came home Saturday morning. I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm tired of saying one day or I wish, or I wonder I'm going to do it. So I text my husband. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to make it happen. And one day I'm going to do this all the time. So, I mean, I think for me, I probably could have made the leap earlier, but for two years I worked Mm -hmm full-time and then my business was full-time too. So that's over 80 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And just finally, I knew I was going to leave this year, but I didn't know when. And I was too, I felt bad. Like, oh, I don't want to leave. And so I went to my boss and said, well, (laughs) because I already went down to 29 hours. I mean, who can go to their full-time job and say, kind of want to go part-time because my business is taking off the ground and they fully supported it. They're like, Mm -hmm. We'll give you 29 hours. So when I sat down with him, he's like, he's like taking my boss hat off. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, <laughs> do what you want to do. And I'm like, well, right. I just, you know, I'm not sure. And he's like, if everybody on your part, on your teams, on, you know, your husband's good with it. Everybody else is around you. Then what are you, what are you waiting for? Like, give your notice and just go do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, I quit. <laughs> I didn't even know how <laughs> hey. to quit. Cause I'm like, I really, it was a great company. They treated me good. And I liked all the people I worked with. That was probably the hardest part, but it felt good. Like a weight had lifted. 
And then February 6th, that was my last day there and walked out. And I remember like Monday then driving to the gym. I'm like, this feels really weird. Like <laughs> I only have to work a couple hours. I had a couple hours off. I work a couple hours. Mm. So that's where, that's how it happened. Just that, you know, I needed to make a change and I, I kept saying, I'm tired of saying, oh, I wish, or I wonder, and then doing it part-time. It's like, I'm not going to sit back and just let it happen. I'm going to make it a legit business, register it in a name. I'm going to, you know, make it happen. And if, and if it doesn't work, it's not going to work. And I guess I never had a plan B. I was like, this is going to work. Right. And there's, there's a lot to be said about that, not having a plan B, especially when you, you launch into your own business, because you, if you have that plan B, I think you think about it a lot. You mm -hmm. know, if, if something is not working out quite the way you want it, you know, it's not as smooth. I mean, it's never going to be as smooth as, you know, maybe it looks or maybe it sounds to, uh, to right. others. Like, oh, you have your own business. That's gotta be great. And like, no, actually it's not fantastic. You know, I mean, it's great to get to do what you want to, you want to do, but it, you know, the responsibility and that, I mean, you have to be all things to, uh, you know, especially you working hands-on with, with people, uh, right. that you do, but it's, it's a lot to have that plan B because you always feel like you're never fully engaged with what you're doing. Cause you're like, well, I, you're never willing to take that, that, that risk or add that one element. Cause you're like, man, if I, but I got this plan B though. And this is, this plan B is probably really super safe. Like, you know, you could go back yeah. into sales, you get back into uh, the workforce and do eight to five. And you're like, that's still an option. But when you have, don't have that fallback, you're just kind of like, well, I guess we're falling forward. We're doing that it. Momentum, yeah. That momentum, yeah. I think. Exactly. Really and it's, you know, you think about it, it's, I do. I mean, I have to be happy and chipper and mm -hmm. even if i'm having a shitty day i gotta still put that happy face on and you know that's what i've had to teach myself too is like i gotta leave my own problems at the door because this is my business and this is i'm the face of it i'm the only face of it yeah. the boss applesauce right <laughs> and that's and that's an element that i think even in in a, in a business as specific as yours is when you talk about that that health and fitness uh element of it because you do have to be motivational you have to be kind of the uh the 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 light that people see and say this is you know this is an aspiration you know you you can't come in and be super down or mm -hmm. pissed off or upset or crabby because that energy especially when you're you're teaching people you're helping people to grow mm -hmm. and and to be better that energy just like totally connects with those in, with those individuals. And you're just like, well, now we're all, now we're just, now we're just sad. Now everybody's right. just sad. We're not going to get she, anything done. She's kind of lame. We don't like <laughs> going to be, maybe she won't work us as hard, but then you end up working them twice as hard. And it's just like oh, this man done. <laughs> but no, it's that making that decision though. I think, you know, there's, I think that there's a lot of people out there that have, a passion, something that they're like super duper into. And maybe, maybe like nobody else even knows about it. Like, cause yeah. they, they like, well, nobody's, nobody's gonna think this is like a cool thing to do, or nobody's gonna think that I, that I of all people could pull this, this, this off. So they kind of keep this thing that would make them the happiest in the world as far as a, a career and a, and a, and a piece of their puzzle. They kind of keep it in the box and they look at it once in a while and then they, maybe they do it on the weekends a little bit. But, you know, making that, that decision, that leap to say, I'm gonna leave. What was plan A? Right. <laughs> plan A was was going along, you know, swimmingly, and obviously we had a great company to work for. Yeah. But to make that decision to uh, to really grab life by you know by the horns and be like, this is what I'm going to do, and and yeah. knowing you have to be super happy every day, knowing you have to right. get up and get after it, you have to get up and get after it yourself before you get up and get after it for them. You know, yeah. double dipping. I know, I know it's, and you know, I, you, I work for my clients. I don't say mm -hmm. I don't start till eight and I'm done at five. I'm, right. you know, 4am we're out the door, we're going and seven o'clock at night, I'm leaving, you know, done for the day. It's so it's, but it, I get to do what I love to do. And I, you know, when you and I had met for coffee, we mm -hmm. I was told you, like I watched you getting into your own stuff. It's like, I sat back and watched all these other people. And was like, what, how did they do it? And why aren't they scared? And one of the girls I worked with, she, we had talked about it a lot, about me doing this for years. Hmm. And she's just like, I, you just got to take the jump. Just jump. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know. That's, you know, you're relying on everybody else. But yeah. I did it. And here I am today. No, I think that's, you have to be able to, when you, when you take that, that leap, that jump, that, 
major life altering change, especially when you talk about, and not that, there's a ton of people that own small businesses. There's a ton of great entrepreneurs out there, but the fact is that the majority of our area, the state, the country, the it is built into a kind of the, the box of mm-hmm. either the eight to five or whatever. You go to your job and you you you, you have your boss and you have your hours. Yeah. You know, when you have to be, so I think that the idea of, of owning a business like it sounds really cool, and then it sounds like and then it's super scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and I'm and you've obviously witnessed this and realized this, but when you're in charge of everything, yeah, things that you didn't think of. Right. You're like, oh, like, and, and now, especially when a lot of, you know, I know for you and I, our, our marketing is done mm-hmm. in, a, in a social media world yeah, and understanding the importance of that content. And you're like, well, I'll just have my, like, there, you don't have a social media person to do that. Like that, you are the social media person as well. Right. <laughs> and the accountant and HR and, you know, the tax person, you're, you're all of the things. Yep. And so it really, it sounds overwhelming and it, and there is some fear, I think when you take that first jump, but when and it, and I can feel it from you. And I think when we had that, uh, had that meeting about over coffee is that, yeah, that's the stuff, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't do anything else. Like, you don't want to no. do anything else right now. Like there's not a, like, no. yeah, this part isn't great about it, but it has to be done. Right. Exactly. You get to go to the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Work-life balance. Yeah. And I just, oh. You know, I, I just never, I don't ever want to have to go sit in a chair at a desk. I just can't oh, imagine I will figure something out if this, you know, falls apart. And I don't even want to think that I don't think like that. Right. Like, don't think negative and it won't happen. Just be positive about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I had a, a brief moment of time. I think it took about three days yeah. after I got out of radio. And I was like, you know, I really could just go back. I mean, 20 years. I did I'd radio for 20 years from, mm-hmm. from the time I was a teenager to the time I was like touching 40 with a pole. Like, oh, I can feel you. <laughs> and welcome to the club. There was, a, there was a time. I know it's 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 good, great to be here. And we'll, we'll talk about that too, because you know it's not it's not as bad as I think it sounded like it was back in. I think when we were growing up, remember going to like there was birthdays for 40 year old people, and it was like yeah. a funeral. Like, <laughs> why is everybody wearing black? I don't understand. Like, is she dying? No, she's 40. Well. Over the hill. <laughs> oh yeah, over over the hill, balloons yeah. and stuff. Ugh. See, they didn't like that anymore. Oh, no. It doesn't feel like it. But I think you I had like three days where I was like, mm, you know, there's I, I get another job in radio that requires, you know, a move. Um, and I guess uh, it's what I do. And then like after three days, I was kind of over it. Like, well, it's going back to the same thing. And as and as much as I loved my career and as much fun as I had, as many things as I was able to create and do going back and knowing how it works mm-hmm. and it works that way everywhere. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like another 20 years of, mm. right. Mm. Mm. How's yeah, work the, today? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you have to wait for the fun stuff. You have to wait for like rock fest to come up or like a concert or in like an event. You're like, well, that was really fun. And I got to go back and do it. I got to go back to work. When you uh, become a totally different person at the festivals, you're like, yeah. you don't know me. <laughs> No, yeah. you see me? exactly. You know who I am, but no, I think they're you know. To, but to be able to 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 find something that, like, yeah, I, this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to get up and do, and this, the even the shitty parts that maybe you're not super excited about doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've talked to people who like really they're not like I'm just not the social media thing is just it, it's tough, mm-hmm. and I get that. But when you start to like understand that it's you're in control of it. This is like, this is your message. If you, if you're anybody's an expert on what you're doing, it's you and yeah. you get to portray your business however you want to. There's yeah. something really freeing about that. I think then you can really get the clients that you want to have in, you know, your, your circle and expand. Yeah. So I think that being in control has been fantastic. Going back to working for a boss sounds wretched. I know. But- I, you know, with the social media, I, one of our things, and you probably see this all over my, well, you do see it all over my um, Instagram, but Facebook too, is I'm a big picture taker. Like we're doing a group picture. We're going to say something funny. We're, that's how I promote my businesses. So people see, Hey, Cooper's there. I didn't know he did that. Well, I can relate to him. And one of the other things we did, I, you know, I have really good, and I'm not just saying it because I'm my clients. I do have a really good, I just lost my earbud. Cool. <laughs> 
Um, really good clientele where with my website, I had a girl, she was, um, she does it for a living. And then she was going on to school to like learn more. So she's been a big mm-hmm. help with getting the website up and going. And she throws ideas at me, you know, she's younger. She's like, Hey, we should do a blog and you should do a YouTube. And I'm like, I mean, these are all things I'm like, okay, but I, it's, I'm a one man shop. So if you guys right. want to do this, I'm going to need your help. So with the website, I had every single one of my clients tell their story, like meet Chris. And then you just, you know, tell about your journey and people, it was crazy. Like it just opened the door. People were like, wow, I read that story and I put myself in their shoes. So I'm not scared anymore. It's that fear of um, walking through the door. That's the hardest part. Like just walk through the door and the rest is going to be the easy part. It's a big walk after that. Yeah. Do you, uh, I know you talked about, um, the, the trainer at the Y that, mm-hmm. that inspired you. And obviously your trainer, when you first, you know, started your journey back in your twenties in the, in the business world, in the, in the kind of the, the realm of entrepreneurship and, um, and the ways and means and stuff, has there been people that, that you have, you know, gravitated towards or that have, you know, offered you advice? Cause I think that's, that's the one eye opening thing that I realized. Yeah. Cause you kind of feel like you're maybe going into kind of blind and not really knowing what you're doing, what to do. Oh but yeah. When you, when you start to reach out to people that are kind of in the same, you know, paddling the same canoe, mm-hmm. you are like, there, there's a lot of willingness to, I think, offer advice and help and, and suggestion. Do you have people that, that you've Definitely. gravitated towards that have helped you out? Yeah. When I first, so when I first made this decision to, to do this, I had taken, I had like a whole bunch of vacation time I had burn mm-hmm. at the company I was at. So I took the whole week and I'm like, I'm going to legit meet with people, have conversations. So there was two girls in town in Chippewa here. It was Excite Wellness. It's where Lake Wissota Chiropractic is now. So, mm-hmm. and I knew Rachel and Nicole for a long time and met with them and um, they were just good about like, okay, so you should do this and okay, make sure you track your mileage and just like giving me pointers on, Hey, and don't forget to do this. And here's where you go for that. And you got to register. So it was just anybody I sat down and talked to. There was like other little like coffee dates I had and just tell me about right. this. And what would you, you know, if I did this, would you be interested in coming along or so everybody, and I try to do it too. If somebody asks me if they're interested in getting started, I mean, in a couple of weeks, I'm meeting with a gal who's starting and she just, just to kind of bounce ideas of where she's at, how to get started, what to do, and how could you collaborate maybe one day with that person. Right. Yeah, I think you get sometimes you can get stuck in your head a little bit about ideas, or um, even when it comes down to a simple, you know, either it's a social media post or it's a new idea. You know, for me, it's like an idea for a new product. Like, well, and you can get like stuck in your head and it'll spin around there for a long time. Mm-hmm. But if you find that, you know, a group or a person or people that are of the same mindset, when you get that out, that idea, mm-hmm. and and they hear it from that entrepreneurial mindset, it. And they go, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that, that makes total sense. Where in your own mind, you're like, oh, geez, a little hesitant on that. I'm not, not sure if I want to do that. But but I think right. there's a lot of encouragement that's out there too. Uh, because you do have the freedom. And with that freedom comes that fear of this would be awesome unless it's not. Right. <laughs> unless exactly. it's a really bad idea. But, but to have somebody to bounce ideas off of, I think is is super important. And, and even, yeah. even if it, it's cross, you know, completely different fields, yeah. the mindset of an entrepreneur or somebody who's, who's owning their own business is kind of it's about expansion it's about like oh i can i have the freedom to do these things and create and to to do i mean i've seen some of the workout stuff that you put together and i'm like that's 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 creative that's (laughs) to do that i always tell the girls i'm like it's a like the artist has to have a vision so (laughs) there's times where i sit at my computer i'm like I have no idea. And then when my juices start flowing, I'm like, oh, mm. that's good. And then yeah. sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really know if that was hard enough. And they're like, that, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, but I want them <laughs> to, you know, always be fun. And, you know, that's what keeps them coming back. And then they post about it. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's like dominoes just keeps spiraling. And it sounds like the relationship that you have with, with your clients. And, uh, and I think just seeing the pictures on social media and stuff that, that that group that you have is mm-hmm. is like super close knit. Like it's like a like it's got a, a a family feel. Like well, maybe not family. Maybe like you're all going to war at Manchester <laughs> Shed together. You know, it's like a it's like a brotherhood sisterhood thing. And and I, I know you involved like there's a teen program too that's like yeah. super awesome that you got going on. But it really that environment doesn't give me that 
and it's not uh, your standard gym, but it doesn't give that quintessential, maybe uh, outsider's perspective of what a gym is, you know, because right. you kind of, when you think the word gym, you're like, oh yeah, what's <laughs> talking about, you know, right. not going there. Camp. Yeah, I mean, not it, doing that. It yeah. feels like there is a real cohesion of people that are, are really there and energetic to uh, whatever their goals happen to be, whatever they want to do. Um, and they got each other's back. That's just, I mean, that's the vibe that I get just simply from the pictures that you put out. Yeah. You know, and I, I always say it, I said it earlier where just because it's my people, I don't want to say it. Well, they're great. And everybody, and they are like, they welcome everybody. And I think like this morning now we had class and the laughing and the goofing around. It's like, some of those girls need that. Like they've got stuff going on in their life and to come in and just laugh, even if they're not working that hard, it's just such a feel good. And then, you know, we've done things outside of the gym too. We've yeah. learned that we can't do a lot of things with balls because we're not very good at it, like bowling and golfing, but we, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. it, um, there was some discussion about, we were at the golf course and we were wild and crazy. And I kind of mama bared a little like, Hey, nobody talks about my group like that. Like mm. we are a fun group. And if you don't like it, you know, and it wasn't meant to be, I think I took it like, whoa, don't you talk about my, right. my girls like that. You're the protector. Yeah, I got the, it. Yeah. I'm the mom. I'm the mom yeah. of my little cubs in there. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's I so I have the classes, but I also have one-on-one -on -one clients. And some of these clients never, ever see each other because now we're on all different times of the day. So when we do these things outside of the gym, it's fun because they are like, oh, I didn't even know you came here or who are you? And it's just, it's great. It's uh, it's a really a good community. Yeah. You know, 2020 has been uh, an odd year. I think that may be the kindest I can put it. Uh, and when you're in, you know, obviously we're all dealing with with what we're dealing with as a as a group of human beings in this country, in, mm -hmm. on this planet, in this country, maybe more so, maybe in this state more so. Yeah. Um, so we're all dealing with you know the the things that we can't do, the things that got canceled. You know, the things that we really look forward to as far as our extracurriculars. You know, the extra added pressures of, of how society reacts and you know there's a lot of negativity there's a lot of tension but I think when you are a small business owner and, and this has obviously been talked about a lot in, in the news and the media and uh, but when you're a small business owner and for you especially you asked to you know I think you had to close it down I mean yeah. there was the gyms were closed down you couldn't have that that one-on-one -on -one, uh, with people or in, in a group setting but the ones and, and and Dan Beck and I talked about this a little bit too. The ones that made it through or will make it through all this mm -hmm. are the ones that are able to innovate, figure out ways to get things done. Um, and I know that you you did a lot of that um, during this process, and, and and maybe still are to an effect. But tell me some of the things that you had to do to kind of keep keep the momentum flowing with your not only your business, but you're also dealing with with clients. And you talked about, I mean they, they need this as part of, yeah. as part of their life. How did you manage to keep them, um, progressing forward and keep your business progressing forward during all this? Yeah. So I, I can remember this that day, March 23rd, mm -hmm. and I was driving there and I was talking with one of my friends on the phone and I felt like, I'm like, okay, this is what it is. And my last client came in and I had to like take her in the back to use the restroom or something. Cause we were trying to like keep it kind of on the download that I still had a few people in there right. and I like lost it. Like I started crying. I'm like, I just left my full-time job. And I mean, she's a good friend of mine. So she was like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I lost it. So the next day I'm like, you know what? I, the one thing with working all those hours, I like, I got myself out of debt and that was something I really prided myself on. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be where I didn't have to worry about things. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to be okay. And I just, I started to hustle. I'm like, okay, you got to get a step outside of the box. So there's options to virtual train. I mean, I did, my classes were right here in my little office. I had a, some dumbbells at home and I'm like, if you don't have dumbbells, this is what we're going to use. I called the, or emailed the news station. I told them what I was doing. I'm like, it's not going to hurt. I mean, I have to step out of my comfort zone and they came all the way to Kadat. They were like, will you come to the gym? We'll do an interview with you. I called the paper. They mm. interviewed me, did a little write-up on it. It was like, I will hustle when I have, I mean, I always hustle, but mm. I always, the one thing when I worked at where I was at working, 
I always said I got shit done. Like if it was yeah. going to be, I had to carry all the heavy boxes. It had to be done. I'm in high heels. I'm doing it. I don't, I'm going to pull up my sleeves. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to make it happen. So I did the virtual training and I had clients come back that I haven't seen in years because they were like, okay, I'm home. I'm ready. And so we would schedule time and either in the morning or at night. And I, I, I actually kept afloat. Like I didn't get the unemployment. I didn't get the grants, right. nothing. It was like, well, I'm just going to do some projects in the house to kill time. Right. And then, um, just, you know, the virtual, the classes and then just went, finally went back in May. So I, I survived. And I, now I know with the virtual classes in the wintertime, I'm going to be able to do those with my clients that travel 30, 40 minutes to come see me, or I get up in the morning and I can't get out of my yard. Well, we're just going to pop on and do a virtual. So, yeah. and I actually went through and did a ton more certifications. So yeah. I was, you know, able to offer more things to people. You know, there's, it's, it's so important. And there was a lot of talk about this, especially early on, not early, but kind of when, when, when we passed like a month past 15 days to flatten the curve and we're in like mm -hmm. month seven of land, I think now, or eight, I'm not sure it all kind of blends together at this point, <laughs> but you know, there, there was like this, this weird call to be lazy, uh, like in the, on a global scale, like now you're finally being told to sit at home on the couch all the time. And I was like, Oh, this just, you know, it, it, it burned me so much. You know, I wanted to post on everybody's anybody that was posting. They'd be like, no, this is actually the time when you have the time to do something. Yeah. You know, and if, this is a great time. If you weren't doing anything, now you can skip that, that fear we talked about at the beginning of going to a gym for the first time. Now you can be in kind of the privacy yep. of your own home and, and what, you know, and do some virtual training because I saw that you had jumped on, on those platforms and we're, and we're doing those kind of things. I was like, yeah. that's, that's genius. Cause now you, you can, not only can your business continue to thrive yeah. and grow, you have time and you, you mentioned getting more certifications, which is utilizing all of that time. Right. But all those, the people that couldn't get out, you know, obviously the gym was closed or didn't want yeah. to, or maybe didn't like the group setting right away. You had a yeah. chance to train those people and keep those people motivated. I think that's just, that's fantastic. Cause nothing pissed me off more. Well, <laughs> There was, I mean, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. There was, there were some things personally that pissed me off more during this whole COVID thing, but that was like, no, 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 no. You're missing it. You're missing yeah. the opportunity that's presented to you, which I think goes to a lot of people who are, you know, trapped in, if there are a gym person if they are a gym rat mm -hmm. and they close down the box and they go, <laughs> I got nothing to do now. Uh, no. No, I, I, nope. Sorry. I'm, I'm just going to. What does what does frosting taste like? I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here and eat all some frosting. The, all the frosting. All the food you bought in case we ran out of food in one day. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, we got enough toilet paper, so we're fine. Yes. yes. Still trying to find Clorox wipes to save my life. You know, <laughs> the struggle is real. But I saw a lot. I mean, I heard about a lot of that. You know, people that yeah. that were active, and but some found ways to to fill that void to keep some semi routine and were able to adjust, and some just couldn't do it like they needed no. that confines but to have a trainer like you in a business that can operate as a small business and has the the um the power to be like well here's what we're going to do because yep. i'm the boss and here's what we're going to do i think that's it's fantastic yeah i mean you, i mean i i always try to find the positive out of everything and mm -hmm. find the good in everyone and so that was part of it is like okay every day i'm going to get up and try to find a good thing to post or you know, do something good. And I always pick one project in my house to do. So I look like I did something at home <laughs> during the day too, but, yeah. or just even like, I'd reach out to my clients if I wasn't seeing them virtually, you know, Hey, how you doing? Did you know I have class Saturday morning, you know, or, Hey, we're going to meet, we started running. And that was a big part with the running too, for the marathon. You know, we were going for a run. I mean, get outside and do some stuff, go on a hike. Yeah. I think when you're, and for mental health too, mm -hmm. uh, and and obviously you know, I'm, I'm a huge. Uh, I love running. I love getting out, especially if moving to Chippewa uh, this summer, and being able to 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 see this town and its in all of its beauty. I think not only for the physical aspects of it and the results of it, but mm -hmm. that mental clarity that you get when you are outside, and whether it's running or whether it's walking or uh, jumping up and down on stuff. I mean, breathing clean air and and you know being by the river. You know, yeah. for the mind that's that's that can get trapped up in the negativity of what 2020 has been. I mean, there's that. I think that is am, amazingly important uh, right. to get out and be able to do. But there's um, there's a lot that can be taken. I think from that innovation mm -hmm. that now you have. You mentioned the opportunity now during the winter when there's 
20 feet of snow and you're like right. uh, making it to Kadat. But also that strengthens the relationship between you and your clients because they know that, oh, you know, they, they need this. Okay, now they know how they can adapt and they can do things at home, whether it's using soup cans or right. you know, whatever you have in the house. Or, you know, grab a cat, grab a kid, throw them around <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. You know, do what you, you got to do. stairs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's there, there's ways to, uh, to to keep that routine, which I think is, is super important for uh, for those who are on their journey to whatever it is they want to go. But yep. um, growth, I mean, that's growing the business, growing the brand, and and really right. at the core of it because you're you're there to serve your clients to be able to take care of them. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. It was yeah. It was you know what you, we talked about that earlier where there's good times, there's bad times, and that mm -hmm. unfortunately the bad time came right away, and I was like. Just <laughs> right out of the gate, my job. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, we launched, uh, you know, we launched Captain Coops in, in November yeah. uh, of last year on Black Friday. You know, we were really excited and we had gotten into uh, our sixth or seventh salon. So we started doing like major wholesale stuff. And, mm -hmm. and um, it was the day after St. Patrick's Day and I had like three stops. And then we had mapped out uh, uh, places that we were going to go. We were going to start expanding out into the, the northwest quadrant of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, we made some touches down in Nashville, so we're gonna make plan a trip down there. All the things we reinvested back into the company to do some yeah. more product devs. So we were working on new products and starting to do some white label stuff. And then, like, they shut the salons down. <laughs> I mean, like, like, remember? Yeah. Okay, we're we're three and a half months into this thing. You know, we we came out and we we did much better than I thought uh, than I expected right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And really, we're starting to make some headway and and. You know, you're supposed to reinvest in your company. You're supposed to, when yeah. you can, you make improvements. And it was like, oh no, that was, mm, <laughs> that wasn't were going swimmingly. Yes. You know? But again, yeah. that's, that's, you know, when you talk about, you know, piv being able to pivot and adjust and kind of mm -hmm. like a forest for the trees whole thing, like you have to be able to step back and say, okay, mm -hmm. what is it currently yep. that I can do that I can control? You know, so we started, you know, really pushing some online stuff, you know, for, for a market that we knew it wasn't going to be huge. We really started to do our marketing a little bit differently, uh, really talk one-on-one -on -one about the situation that was at hand. Hey, you're home now. Make your mm -hmm. beard. You know, the pandemic beard is a thing. So right. might as well make it look great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then working on some white label products with with uh, with, with customers and, and clients that wanted to do some stuff that we would make and then, and they would label themselves. But if you can't innovate, if you can't, think outside the box like you did during during covid yeah. and like we had to do there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses out there that did not survive and there are some that are hanging by a thread right now oh i have to, I have to put this up here because you get some getting some love yeah Aww, Alyssa. you're amazing Yay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks Alyssa. you're amazing but yeah there's a there's a lot to be said about you know when you're in, when you are a business owner and you have to be the one that makes the decision um making the right one because you have no plan B and my plan B is this podcast. So <laughs> you know, we're, I'm thinking maybe I could get a podcast. You know, if you, if, <laughs> there is, there has been, and I've, I've, I've noticed this and I've, and I've had this discussion with, with several individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this podcast started like a, a two weeks after I got out of the radio. I was mm -hmm. like, I, I can still talk for a living and I can say, fuck, this is amazing. <laughs> Finally, I feel like I'm in my, my, my comfort zone here. But there has definitely been uh, a, a major surge in the popularity of podcasts. Um, I encourage you know anybody who is a small business owner to have to have something, whether that's doing a one-on-one -on -one with the client, you know, the live stream stuff. That's you know that's um, that's just kind of the level that I wanted to move it to. Yeah. But I think if you you know for somebody who's you know innovative, I mean, imagine being able to uh, take those client stories that you talked about being posted yeah. on your website, have that person in and let them I mean, at their comfort, let them tell you about their journey, their story, how you help them, um, how different, you know, elements of their life have, you know, how things have changed in their life because of either the program that they're on, mm -hmm. you know, a change in mindset. Maybe it's something as simple as a motivational thing that you put out or, or something that you were working out. I mean, I, when I post pictures of myself working out, it's mm -hmm. really for myself. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be, I mean, like super selfish, but I'm yeah. like, I know if the next day I wake up and I don't scan my stories and I'm like, oh, that's right. You took today off. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? You're, Guess what? You're doing 10 today. Yeah. Happy. So that, I mean, that's People more for me. People need but, to know what you're doing. <laughs> right. Then you know I'm still alive. Yeah. But, but if you, you know, if you inspire somebody, I mean, yeah. imagine that in, in audio form where you could have, you know, 
these stories and obviously you can link them to your website. If you need any help, what I'm saying, setting up a podcast, so, just let me know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. It, it's on my list. I mean, like I said, there's things that I'm like, I got to just, I got to get better with my free time, you know, instead of always working, like yeah. either you say Wednesday afternoons when you're off, you're going to work on a podcast instead of, well, I'm going to go do this or that. So I'm going to go put new windows on my house or you know, yeah. something else. You know, <laughs> that's, that's nothing not else. Job. <laughs> Nothing else going on. I'm just gonna no. No. About, make, move this wall. Uh, there's um there's something I did want to. I know we talked about it before we went on live here, mm-hmm. um, but we talked about because uh, I have a tire in my backyard and it's kind of my it's my daily thing and I sing to it. It's weird. I'm like, oh, I missed you, and then it kicks my <laughs> hate you. So we we have like a love hate relationship. Um, yeah. But the whole Mad Shannon thing that that came from you and a tire in an alleyway. Which yeah. sounds like a country song, but it's not. It, it's not. It's not. No. I mean, surprisingly, it's not. So I, um, I did this. I did it a few times in my backyard. I did it, and then I stopped, and I started back up. So anyway, my brother's a farmer, so mm. I call him one day. I'm like, "You got a tractor tire?" He's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." So I go to pick it up, and I'm like lifting it up. He's like, "Seriously?" I'm like, "Uh, you, if you got a heavier one, we need a heavier one." So <laughs> I had just like minimal equipment. So my uh one of my trainers old trainers friend she had a sled for sale so i was just like pick things up i had battle rope and a bosu ball mm-hmm. you know just stuff that could sit outside we had some stuff outside some old things and so the girls would come over and almost all these girls are still with me but we would have workouts in my back alley here and the neighbor mm-hmm. lady was just over yesterday talking about it. i had watch you flip that tire up and down you make those poor girls run around the block and so I needed a place to store all my stuff because I couldn't leave it out. So my husband built a little shed. So mm. we have a we have a garage bar where we've had a lot of Halloween parties and it was called it's called Mad Shannon's Garage Bar. Parties on, parties over. Nice. So that's where the Mad Shannon's fit shed came from. I'm like, we gotta keep it all in line with it. So that's when good. it was time to like make the business legit, I'm like, that was just we always called it Mad Shannon's Fit Shed here, so I got to keep it the same and just make it an LLC and give it a tax ID. So, <laughs> so the you tire's know, gone, but tire no tire no, tire, no stocky. Yeah, so, I was up at the uh, the Rockfest grounds the other uh, last week, and there's some big tires, like oh. big tires, like oh yeah, like and they were just leaning up against like a, a post, and I was like, you know, I I bet you, and then I tried to move it, I'm like, maybe I'll start with something different it's, it's a little much, a little much yeah. it's bigger than my backyard i mean i'm like yeah well <laughs> those are yeah i mean i flipped some heavier ones it's yeah. crazy once you get them up though and get them flipping yeah it's all about yeah it's gravity and momentum that's yep. all it is exactly uh so i, I do want to talk about this a little bit too because I, we did i mentioned that you know our correspondence happened uh via the music scene uh yeah. and and stuff uh, many many years ago and but you have, I, I don't, do you have a number? I mean, do you have like how many shows, how many concerts you've been to? I'm, it, some people keep track. Some people are like yeah. too many to count. That, well, you know, Jenny does a good job of that for me. Mm. She usually says, well, I'm at this with this group. You're at this with this group. I just, you know, I, the one thing I always used to say, this was concert season for us because mm. it'd be, you know, once a month, a couple times a month, we'd be traveling all over going to see stuff. So she asked if I wanted to go over to Oshkosh here at the end of the month and do the drive-in thing. I'm like, eh, it's just not the same. You know, we like to be right in the front row and yep. all that. So yeah, too many, too many to count. I, you know, I was thinking today in my head, what we maybe talk about, but um, I, the very first concert I ever went to was after one of my bodybuilding comps and it was Nickelback was the headliner, Breaking Benjamin, Sick Puppies and Shine Down. And we sat like way up in the nosebleeds, but I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this all the time. So that's a pretty spectacular ticket right there. I mean, that's I, yeah. I mean, and Shine Down was the opener. Man, look at look at where they look at where those boys are now. I know. I th- I think of that. I'm like, wow. When we first saw them, they were like the openers. And I think I think Breaking Benjamin had their little breakup right after that. Did yeah, they have a little? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's yeah, crazy. there's been a there's been a lot a lot of concerts. I've I've stood up on many a stage and introduced bands and and you and Jenny were standing right there front and center. <laughs> like shut up and get the band out here. I'm tired of listening yeah, to you yeah, talk yeah. about don't get a beer. Like shut up, just let me go. <laughs> you know you've had a chance over obviously the course of, of going to 
many concerts, you know, you've interacted with a lot of bands. You have, you know, you've made friends with some of the guys, you know, the pop people boys and you uh, go way back. seems like they've, it, and you can kind of always tell when bands find like this area as like, a second home. I hear that a lot yeah. from art, like, a, like that region or even the state of Wisconsin, like that always feels like my second home. I think as they, they meet us and they're like, yeah, we could hang. Yeah. <laughs> we could hang out. Like they're we could normal. totally be cool kicking it. Yeah. You go to those yeah. major metropolitan areas. They're like, man, let's get me on the bus. Get me out to a farm field somewhere. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> small venue. Let me live my life. Oh gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. We, we, I mean, yeah, we've done quite a few, you know, meet and greets. The one I think I, uh, we, with the pop and this, we went to Will Rock Fest. They don't even have it anymore. So it's it was like this, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were standing at one of the radio stations booths and they were like, all right, I'm standing there and they're like, if you want to win tickets to meet Pop Evil, you're going to have to arm wrestle Helga here. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, okay. And Jenny's like, you are going to do this. Why? Well, I, I did it. And we won the, the backstage or the tickets to yeah. get back there. It was like the craziest story of how it happened. So, but then that, that we were like, is it us? Because we went to band camp the year before and then it never mm. happened again. And we're like, then Will Rock <laughs> didn't happen. We're like, maybe it's yeah. us. Maybe we should stop going to Rock Fest. <laughs> oh, you got to keep coming. Got to keep coming to see yeah. me. We will. We will. Yeah, but there's, you know, I think all this this kind of ties nicely into uh, into a little a little bow here as we uh, approach about an hour. Um, those things, those those releases, that those happy moments. You talk about concerts, and some people find it in, in different places. And a lot of the things that people didn't have the ability to do this circles back into that mental health thing and, and filling that void. I think, you know, for me personally, um, and I know for you and the outlet being something fitness, something health, something kind of getting out in, in self-improvement on whatever level that is, whether it's reading a book about entrepreneurship, how can I market better? How can I, you know, you know, establish this product or what is this idea or, mm-hmm. or talking to other entrepreneurs? I think utilizing the technologies that are out there. We talked about doing virtual stuff, but getting out and either running, going to the gym, going to your gym, flipping tires, mm-hmm. that is, is, it doesn't like to the lay person doesn't really sound as fun as going to a concert. Right. It doesn't. It sounds horrible. <laughs> like, like who are you, you who are you masochistic people that want to punish me instead of having me go have fun? But when, <laughs> when you start to, when it starts to, when you start to feel bad, when you miss something, it's like when you miss a concert that comes to town, Yeah. like, man, Shoot. by the way, nobody is going to miss a concert that comes to town next year. They're going to be like, no. no, I don't even nope. care if it's a Tuesday night. I'm going to that show because I remember what it felt like to not have them. That's right. That's but right. when you, when you feel that if you take a day off or you, or you don't push as hard as you know, you can, or you don't run as far or you don't do the things that you know that you can do. Like if you're consistent enough with it and you, the next day you feel that withdrawal. Yeah. You feel that like, uh, you know, you, you miss something. Yeah. So it really, it's it, the mentality of if you can go out and, and, and kind of fill the voids of things that you're missing out on with, with something that's outdoors. And it could be walking through the, you know, the leaves, going to the apple orchard, running around and, and playing with the kids if you got them or the dog or, but getting out and being active. I think that is like the biggest mental clarity, clear the clutter, straighten the wires out a little bit because right. of, of all the things that have been going on this year. And, and you're offering obviously a lot of those things um, at, at the fit shed up there. So kudos to you for keeping your people sane. Cause some Thanks. people have lost it. Some people have lost it. <laughs> yeah. yep. And if you missed any of them, scroll through your Facebook for like a minute and you'll be like, Oh, lost there their shit. Are. Yeah, you know what they need? They need to go to the fit shed and get their ass kicked for about an hour and they'll feel better. Um, one thing I did want to touch on uh, really quick, because I know I mentioned it briefly, but I want to touch on it. But you did start a program for uh, for for teens, yeah, uh, which I think is super fantastic. I think it, learning myself, I know your journey, you know, started at, at in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I want to say, lucky enough to like late 20s, early 30s when I realized like, I put on more weight than <laughs> my my then wife uh, when our child was born. I'm like, huh. <laughs> um, you mean it doesn't just wait, like like yours just came off? Like I don't understand <laughs> why I'm here at like 235 
and it's not it's not working out. Okay, I'm trying everything and it's not I, working. Yeah. I'm standing. I'm rocking up off the couch. You know, I feel like that's a workout. It felt like a workout. I bought the ab trainer, the shock <laughs> I just, it, it, no, I actually just used the dog collar that we, yeah. you know, that myself. I mean, this has got to be the same premise, right? Right. But, you know, seeing the starting something at, at that age, mm -hmm. especially now, yeah. you know, I think when we were growing up and uh, working on it, don't say you didn't, weren't athletic as a kid. Working on a farm is the hardest fucking job there is. Yeah. I did it for two summers growing up, and I'm like, this is harder than two. I mean, I played football for four years, and I played every sport that it was. I was super fit, super healthy. I worked on a farm for two summers. I'm like, this is harder than that is. This is yeah. harder than two days, gym, all that stuff. But exactly. starting now when you – those the options are obviously still there, but when you are – we're kind of living in a very tech world, a lot of sit down and just stare at a screen and yeah. being – very sedentary, but to offer a program uh, for kids that I I know you make super fun. That's yeah. got to be they're having a, they're having a blast. Yeah. But really starting at that age to start to do the things that that you that were implemented in your life when you were yeah. you know in your twenties and for me in my thirties, like this just needs to be kind of a part of who you are. Yeah, and, this will and, help you live a longer life. Yeah, and to you know that was the one thing with them too is like you do you can figure out how you want to exercise i mean you can be a runner you can be a walker whatever it is it's like workouts are a lot of different things it's not yeah. just weightlifting it's not just crossfit it's not just gymnastics you, there's a lot of different ways to move and i think for them it was it, i had a really good time with the kids this summer and i actually have another a family that comes in twice a week to see me now they're homeschooled and we're having a ton of fun with that. So awesome. just to see them and what they want to do. And, you know, they're always like, it's an hour, we're done. I'm like, well, yeah, I kind of got to eat lunch. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. Got to fuel the fire here. Got to fuel yeah. the fire. <laughs> yeah. So it was, I, I don't even, I, it was again, thinking outside the box. What can I do? What can I put on my schedule? The kids are home and they were great. They were all great kids. I, you know, I was a little nervous because I didn't know. Um, I don't have kids myself, so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I don't, this is either going to go really good or it's not going to go good at all. And it was, mm -hmm. it was great. And I, you know, they all want to do something next summer. We tried to keep it through the fall, but it's really hard, you know, if they're in sports or school and I'm like, you know what, just if in the winter, dead of winter on a Saturday, they want to do it, I'm open to doing it again. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's, a, it, it, again, the innovation of it. And then also the, the long-term effects of, of starting somebody with a mindset that this needs to be in whatever aspect that yeah. it is, is all the you know, the different aspects of exercise that you talked about something yeah. and then the corresponding nutrition that goes along with it, you know, right. right. Something, you know, hopefully that can get them through, uh, uh give them a starting platform for when they do get into their twenties and yeah. or when they get their thirties and they go, wow, why isn't all this just falling off? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you they can go, Oh yeah, that's right. If I, if I, day, I don't, I'm good. Like, if you leave it on the stove and it gets like room temperature, that's when it's the best. Don't you, like, you can have yes. it. Wait, that's not, you know, not, that's supposed, not, not supposed to do that. Apparently that's bad. No, that's not but when you, when you have it built into, you know, move more mm -hmm. and not necessarily eat less, but eat better. Eat better. Like, exactly. The, the scale balances a little bit. And I mean that in this kind of scale, not in the right. kind that you stand on. It's, <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah. at, at an impressionable young age, I think that's, that's super important and a super cool thing that you did. But, um, first and foremost, thank you so much for taking an hour out of your, your day. I know your schedule is hectic and I'm glad I got to, to catch you. You probably got 25 projects you're about to tackle <laughs> at, at this time. Like, Oh, no, now I'm done with that. I got to start my next thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but also, uh, want to let people know that they can uh, connect with you, uh, give them the website, let people know where they can uh, jump on and, and find out more about what you're doing and, and, uh, and come and check out your programs. Sure. So it's you, my website's www.madshannonsfitshed.us, Facebook mm -hmm. page, Mad Shannon's Fit Shed, and we're on Instagram under Mad Shannon's Fit Shed. Make sure you follow a lot of inspirational stuff going on there. Shannon, uh, thank you again. Let's, um, let's run Chippewa Falls sometime. Before hashtag it's, run Chippewa. Hashtag <laughs> run Chippewa Falls. And uh, before we have to snowshoe through Chippewa yeah. Falls, <laughs> apparently sooner than later. Um, to everybody that uh, that joined in, all the all the watchers, uh, hi Lori. Lori Anderson says hi. Uh, Alyssa obviously jumped on there, um, giving you some shout outs and stuff. To everybody who watched the live stream, thank you so much. Uh, the video will be available on YouTube and on Twitch very shortly here. 
And the podcast will drop tomorrow on all podcast platforms. You can check that out. So uh, make sure you listen. A lot of good content on here for fitness, for entrepreneurship, for concert goers. Now you know how to get backstage to meet your favorite band. You just got to arm wrestle. Bertha. Helga. Helga. I mean, Helga. They're probably sisters. Let's let's let's. Yeah, exactly. Awesome, um, Shannon. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself, and I uh, keep doing what you're doing because you're kicking its ass. All right. Thank you. Awesome.